Hello gamers from around the world. This is Boxenberger, the video game enthusiast from Germany, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of The World of Gaming, your number one podcast where we discuss everything that the world of gaming has to offer, games, news, and technology. And there weren't that many news this week, but we still have a couple of good things to talk about, and we do that today. Of course, not just with this amazing community, and I already see a lot of familiar names in the chat, but I also have a very special guest. I don't think that he needs an introduction, but he gets one anyway, um, because Dila recently passed the 110,000 subscriber mark on the on his YouTube channel. I want to say big congratulations to that, to that and welcome to the show. I appreciate that, man. And uh, first and foremost, chat, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sick, okay? I don't really yeah. uh, tweet about that kind of stuff or, or anything, but I'll just let you know that's why I sound like a um, some kind of changeling or something. I want, I want to also say thanks for having me on the show. Uh, and obviously, guys, if you're new here, subscribe and, and hit the like button and all that stuff. And uh, thanks, 110,000. Been doing this for years, man. Um, yeah. And I just appreciate everyone that, that still continues to, to, power to power the channel to this day. The last video blew up, 212,000 views or something like that <laughs> on it so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, now we just need Xbox to drop that. some news so we can make another video, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, we we ho we all wa are waiting for that. <laughs> for that. Yeah. Absolutely, man. No, it's awesome to have you on the show. You know, I've been following your channel for a long time. It was like sometime in the lead up to the launch of the One X uh, is where I discovered your channel, and I've been f uh, following you ever since. Um, really enjoy the content you do, the honesty you bring, and so I'm I'm excited to have you on here today, man. Thanks for joining. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, I, and again, like we were talking pre-show, but uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to tell them about your job. But, uh, you know, <laughs> the last time we spoke, you know, it was Boxenberger setting up Movie Maker to start making videos yeah. and stuff. And, and to see you do your thing and come. So I'm subscribed to you, of course. You know, you're, you're doing Thanks. good work, man. So keep it up. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, it it was really awesome of you to help me out in the at the very beginning of the of the channel. I mean, and, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not. That's not. What, I'm not saying I helped you do that or anything. I'm just saying that's the last time yeah. I remember is before you yeah, had yeah. a channel. And now look <laughs> at you, man. Look at you. Look, you look at that. Yeah, it is. It is a was a fantastic journey so far, and um, it was. I re I remember all too well you 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 giving me advice at the very beginning, and that is something you just do behind the scenes without making a buzz about it and that's that's really awesome man um that you do that to, for, for for people in the community so yeah um just a little housekeeping here guys um if you guys are listening after the fact on the podcast services around the globe like uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify wherever it would be awesome of you to leave a review hopefully a five-star if you enjoy the show. But this really helps these little shows out on these podcast channels. So I would appreciate that. And I also want to say a big thank you to Fanto Sir for becoming a uh, channel member. Appreciate the support, man. You get now access, early access to all the videos as well as custom-made badges and emojis. So appreciate the support, man. Um, and Dealer, I want to start the show, of course, a gaming podcast with a little bit of talk about the games that we play so i want to hear from your side what what has kept you busy well uh forza horizon 5 has been big here lately i've been mm. going back and, and <clears throat> god i gotta fucking talk harder or something because <laughs> i can't stand the way i sound right now 
Um, Forza Horizon 5 is is definitely something we're still playing to this day. We're tuning a lot of cars, getting ready for Hot Wheels. I expect to be playing that soon. And uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, Zombies, you know. Not a big fan of Vanguard in general, but, um, you know, Zombies is a little different. Change of pace and and desperate times call for desperate measures, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, that and uh, you can just check my my game speed. You know, I've been playing a ton of stuff, guys. It's... uh, I can't wait for some new stuff, Box Burger. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. I can't wait for for. I finished a lot of indie games recently. Uh, played through some of the smaller ones, and so I had the urge to to play something big, a more triple A game, and I wanted to play Cyberpunk again. Um, so I bought it actually again on PC. Um, I last end of last year I bought a new PC wanted to see now how Cyberpunk runs on a 3080 but man that game keeps crashing on me it is like every 10 minutes But but PC is perfect Boxenberger yeah, I heard what, that. What's going on man we're losing we're losing the Xbox guys to the PC what's happening Yeah I don't know Series I don't X know It just came out you know you don't need no PC <laughs> Yeah dude it's like always when people say yeah I'm I'm just I'm just going to play it on my PC Honestly, I don't think that a lot of console gamers actually switch to PC gaming because it is just ah, always work. It is. So, yeah, I moved on and and played it uh, uh, on the console again. Um, So I have a little footage here. I'm (laughs) going to just let that run. Um, I need to change the overlay as well. So here we go. Um, On the Series X now uh, with with the next-gen patch, it runs beautiful. Um, Now, I didn't have any issues so far. I'm like, I don't know, six, seven hours into the game now. And yeah, having a lot of fun with that. Um, and uh, and I I don't know if you have played Age of Empires 4, but man, I'm addicted to it. <laughs> I just yeah, can't stop Yeah, playing. I actually booted it up uh, recently for the first time. Yeah. I was holding off for the console version. We mm-hmm. didn't hear anything about a console version at... Uh, you know their their showcase. So yeah. I'm like, well, um, I was told that's that's supposed to be coming, uh, and we still don't hear nothing about it. So you know, I booted up on PC and I played a level, and I'm like, damn, you know, I just don't. I love RTS games, but I mm-hmm. don't mind playing them on console. I just want to play everything on console. That's just me, uh, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm just holding out for that damn thing on console, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do hope that console port comes. We we have been hearing for, about that port for. I want to say at least six months now and um, no official announcement. So, yeah, um, it's it's mainly the only PC game I play at the moment, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I'm just like you. I prefer to play on console. Um, so if I have the choice, I usually go go for the console uh, version. Understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so cool. Uh, I haven't played Vanguard yet. Um I, I skipped that one. I, it, it just didn't appeal to me. So we've been playing a lot of, like I said, the zombies and stuff. So if uh, you want, you know, if you're not picking it up, let us know. Anybody in the chat out there, you know, message me on Xbox, and and we can slot somebody in, you know, here and there. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun time. I can imagine, especially if you're playing it with friends. Um, that's usually a fun fun time. All right, man. Um, let's get into some of the topics. Um, I just want to open up with something that just happened. I don't know if you had the chance to watch it, but Ubisoft just revealed or re-revealed Skull and Bones. You know, I know we moved the the show back uh, a few minutes to actually check that yeah. out. 
And shout out, by the way, I shout out to everybody who's actually going to watch this show during the deadest time in the universe, right? Like, but yeah, uh, they did just reveal that, and you know, it, it kind of looks like what I expected based on what we've seen before, right? I mean, mm. what were some of the biggest changes you noticed, and, and did they announce anything gameplay wise that's different? Can you get out of the boat now at all? Oh yeah, you can. You can get so out they of changed the boat. That. They changed that. Um, you can. They they've shown uh, little snippets of you walking around the harbor and it's pirate city and. Um, but I don't think that there is a lot of gameplay there. It's more like you you can walk to the traders and sell your stuff, your loot and whatever, and uh, upgrade your ship there and stuff like that. Um, I actually played that game like. I want to say 2018 or was it 2019 at Gamescom? Um, they had a playable demo there. <laughs> so um, it's it's really weird to see that game now four, four years later. Um, and um, I my, the biggest change I noticed is like in the version I played, it was when you, when you steered the, the ship and the combat was really like it was in, in the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, so very direct steering of the ship and direct firing. And it didn't look to me like that's the case anymore. It's more like heavy ships now and you have like a lot of stuff to manage on the ship um, during mm. the gameplay. Um so yeah, I, I wasn't blown away, honestly. I expected a little bit more graphic-wise. Ubisoft games usually look good, but um, if I compare that to the visuals of, an, I don't know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or something, which is already almost two years old now, I, I wasn't really blown away. So what did you think from the visual appearance? Yeah, it's got a particular art style about it. Mm. I, I did notice some rebranding on the logo, I think. Like they redid yeah. the logo and they... Uh, I do like the fact that they're going deeper into customization. That's always a plus pretty mm-hmm. much in any game, right? Yeah. Uh, if I get a ship, I want to be able to make it my own, and this game is going to do that better than Sea of Thieves. And uh, that's uh, something that if you are into these types of games, that's cool because uh, they're giving you more varied levels of customization, not just you know a set of sails or different hit cannons or figurehead. Like They're going a little bit deeper with all that stuff as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's cool to see it actually come out. Like, we, we had known not where this game was forever, but yeah. uh, it looks a, a, a good amount different than the AC Black Flag combat yeah. that we all instantly referenced back in the day when they first showed it off. True, true. I Up front, I heard a lot of people talk about, is this going to be the CF, Sea of Thieves killer um, <laughs> so, what was your impression? Is this gonna compete with Sea of Thieves or? What, what didn't they say that about Studio Wildcard's attempt? What was that game called? Atlas or something? Yeah, yeah, Atlas, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is a Atlas was an Atlas killer. I mean, it, we gotta <laughs> see it come out and uh, do its thing. I, yeah. I don't. I think Sea of Thieves has captured something, uh, for lack of better words, magical. There's something that has some people very hypnotized with that game mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's the way it looks you know it's it's phenomenal looking the art style is is yeah. uh very beautiful especially for the art style the game looks great some of the best hdr i've ever seen in my life and i yeah. think some of those colors and that character design really draws in a certain audience and, and that game has flourished uh, quite well on game pass just golden bones is going for an audience that you know maybe uh 
isn't usually into pirates as much um, compared to Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is going right for him. Skull and Bones maybe is going for a little bit older of an audience that, you know, like all this additional customization and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might play that more than the Sea of Thieves, if I'm honest. Yeah, same. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Sea of Thieves. Um, nothing against the game. It's it's just not for me. Um, because like you said earlier, I, I like customization that has actual impact. Yeah, So I want to upgrade my weapons. I want to upgrade uh, the armor. Uh, may it be of my character or the ship or whatever. Yeah, So um, I, I think also that this this little bit more adult approach appeals more to me. Um, Is there a level up system, uh, RPG system at all in there? I'm not really sure. They said uh, talked a lot about upgrading your ship, so I don't know whether it's, it will be like an RPG that you have like real levels of the ship, or if you just can attach different cannons, different I don't know defensive systems or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, we we shall see. I I didn't get that from the trailer. Hmm. Um, yeah, I briefly want to read a super chat from Gaming Forte. Uh, he says. That game looks boring as hell. <laughs> Where was the sh- the off ship gameplay? Oh, that was actually in 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 the trailer, and they started a stream right after that that thing. Uh- finished um where the character was walking around this uh the, the the main harbor of the game um have a good show boxenberger and shout out to dealer for stopping by definitely shout out to you mm. thank you gaming 4k shout out to 4k um, absolutely i need to get back to him i wanted to have him on the show as well but uh, we always had problems with the with the time differences um mm. that's that's just being in in germany and then the u.s can be challenging so. i like this man because um this is a podcast, you know, a little bit more during the day. You get to catch both the UK mm. and the American audience. Uh, and yeah. it's also, you know, hey, it's a just kind of a nice time to podcast. You, you got some energy. You're talking about everything that's hitting, you know, a couple hours ago in the news cycle. It's uh, yeah. it's nice, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's my Osberg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's it's with RDX. It is for me sometimes really hard to catch yeah. because you <laughs> start at like two a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah. And as much as I love you guys, but that's uh, <laughs> catching it live is is really something. I hear you. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice job, by the way, on this week's episode. I really liked it with um, uh, the developer Joe on. Um, that, that was was really cool. Cool episode. Yeah, I mean, I wish. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not gonna say what I want to say about all that, but uh, I just, um, I wish. Uh, I wish. Sometimes I just wish people knew what people thought they knew. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm. they just had things figured out, and we, uh, we could just kind of have a, a informative conversation. Uh, and it really sucks about. Well, you know, everything's happened with those studios. I said it yesterday yeah. on Boom Show. Uh, usually on RDX, as you, as you might know, we don't necessarily preach at people about what they should and shouldn't do. That's something that actually happens a lot on Twitter that's fucking mm-hmm. annoying. Everyone telling each other how to live their fucking lives. Um, me, personally, it's obvious you shouldn't show people pictures of your, your tiny ass dick. <laughs> and uh, you definitely yeah. shouldn't leverage it as a weapon for game date releases. And it certainly yeah. did not work. Uh, Sony released that date before it leaked at the very yeah. least. And, um, you know, things like that, dick pics, stuff like that. That's uh, that's first defense. Only you can protect yourself against those. It's called the block button. It happens to yeah. everybody. It's so damn common. You can see one in Fight Night or Fight Club for, for crying out loud. Like, it's not anything new. But uh, it's the doxing and stuff, as I brought up on Boom Show. That's the stuff that 
is seriously harmful and can affect uh, your family. You know, yeah. that's something that uh, they were doing to some of these developers and stuff. Um, not to veer too far off traffic, but Joe, yeah. uh, Joe was, uh, you know, definitely a victim of that. Getting a hold of his Facebook information and stuff like that. Yeah, like private address and stuff. That is, mm-hmm. That's really where, where, the, where, the, where the fun part ends is this is really harming the lives of the developers um and in a way way more than just a dick pic or a stupid comment comment uh yeah. on on twitter or social and yeah um th- i think the problem is with like when we say this on these podcasts like don't do that stuff the people that do this they are don't take the time to listen to the to our, our podcast they have i don't mm-hmm. know what's What's wrong with them? I think like everyone here here knows that uh, they aren't supposed to do that. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, well, not like that you, we wouldn't say, "Hey, don't do that," but that's literally yeah, like yeah. we're preaching to the choir at that point. The chat already fucking knows they're logical people exactly. by and large, and uh, you know exactly. we certainly don't spend twenty minutes preaching about why it's bad. But uh, you know, Boxenberger, tell us and be honest, why were you the one that sent all the dick pics for the, the release date? <laughs> we know it was you, Boxenberger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a little German flag in the background. You saw it. Yeah, <laughs> we know it was you, Boxenberger. You, you know what? I, I just used that as a segue to the next topic. <laughs> I want to actually talk about what there we that go. See? is. See, that's the release date um, of God of War. Uh, we have it. It's it's not 11 11 11 2022. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say that this is going to happen. Um, yeah. God of War coming this year. Um, you think they they are uh, gonna keep that re- uh, release date? Um, yeah, of is course. It actually coming? Yeah. The game's already been delayed once. You know, yeah, uh, you know, we've never thought that it was anywhere other than 2022. We knew it wasn't coming in 21. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this is certainly the date they just dropped it in a trailer and a tweet, and uh, it's. Uh, I'm excited for it. You know, uh, I I yeah. just love God of War 2018. One of my favorite games of all time. And um, when people, you know, I don't know, man, uh, that also leads us into, you know, Sony have something this, pretty mm. significant this year. Again, it's like the fourth yeah. game. And, uh, yeah. you know, not that that's I get you got, you know, games take time and stuff, but uh, you definitely have to address the situation. And, and hopefully Xbox has some stuff to counter them next year. But God of War coming out this November. Uh, did you play the last one, Boxenberger? Oh yeah, multiple times. Um, I I did another uh, my third playthrough when when the um, PS5 patch dropped. Um, I love that game. Uh, it is like you said, it is just 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 an epic epic game. It's a masterpiece, one of the best games of the last generation. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it's it's uh, it's it's that or Witcher Three best game of all time. Yeah. Honestly, I mean uh, the Master Trilogy as a whole to me comes close, but you mm-hmm. know um, there's just God of War does so many things and weaves them all together so yeah. well. I've never seen anything like it. And, uh, uh, you know, Witcher just makes up for some of his shortcomings story-wise that God of War might have uh, with just exceptional length and just the best side quest you'd ever uh, or maybe never played in your life. Um, yeah. yeah, God of War 2018 is phenomenal. I'm on my third playthrough as well. And uh, when they dropped this date, man, I mean, it put a lot of people, a lot of people thought this was going to be delayed, Boxenberger. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I know, I know. Uh, and I was like... At the beginning of the year, I wasn't sure. Um, when we got all these delays of games in, in January and February, um, I wasn't sure either. But over the last months, people like Cory Barlock were so confident that this game is still going to hit. And 
even after the, the, the they announced that release date, um, I've seen so many people say, yeah, it's going to get delayed, which is wait. <laughs> but seriously, if you like, what now four months prior to launch and, and that's the time when you announce the release date i think you're pretty confident um about yeah. your and that was date. when they re- announced uh, god of war 2018's release date was four months before launch yeah so there you go i i, I didn't remember that but yeah uh, I, the ninth is odin day that's apparently why they're doing it oh, on the ninth. oh that's a nice touch <laughs> that yeah. is a nice touch yeah it also broke some records. Uh, it got like a million likes on Instagram in the first 24 hours, which is apparently a record for a game announcement on Damn. social media. So what was the previous record holder? I have no idea. Benji, Benji Sales, you know, uh, the guy from Twitter that, that tweets out all these things. Um, uh, he, he posted that. So um, <laughs> I thought I, you were going to say the, the Benji, the Benji <laughs> movie with the dog. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, I'd like to know what the previous one. Chat, if you know, let us know what had the previous record. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome in, in, in November. Uh, definitely going to take a day off when that comes out. <laughs> um, or, three, or three, right? Or three, or three. Yeah, I, I have to be careful. I only have like five uh, days left for the rest of the year. And uh, also, yeah, what, yeah, what you've been doing? Shit, you've been using <laughs> you've been using days up. Yeah, I was I was like changing chops last uh, um, week, so I had to take a couple of days off prior to to changing uh, the chops, and yeah, a couple of things with the kids this year. Uh, so yeah, and it is like it is, uh, but I also got a lot of overtime, so I, I might. Might, that might compensate uh, for a day or two. So, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, um, man, I want to talk to you about something else. Um, today, Xbox announced that they will be at Gamescom. So, obviously, you have booked the flight uh, because you want to fly over here and play Xbox big fall holiday season game Pentiment live on the show floor, right? Already there. <laughs> Already there. <laughs> Yeah, um, Xbox. So, so they said they're going to be at Gamescom, right? When is Gamescom yeah. for those that don't know? At the end of August, um, 25th, August 25th to 27th are the public days. And prior to that, they have like two days that are just for the press. Um, it's what I said always uh, E3 should also do like have a day or two just for, for the press and, and influencers and then have a few public days yeah. on the show floor. Um, but yeah, maybe that's going to change next year because also E3 announced today that they um, partnered up with that uh, company, the, the name slipped my mind, that uh, is also organizing PAX and, and all these events. Um, so yeah, maybe E3 next year is going to be a little bit different. They're getting um, a little tag team. They're, they're like, we got to take Keeley down. He's really messing this up for us. <laughs> yeah. he, he or immediately started tweeting about his Summer Game Fest 2023. So I wow. think he... Yeah, he, he's he like, no one's taking this from me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's fine. yeah, he's definitely got that shit on lock. You know, it's crazy yeah. that uh, publishers throw these big things at Keeley, right? And, mm. uh, you know, I never really hear many, if anyone, really say, I love the part where Jeff Keeley's on the stage and uh, the weird pants and the fucking shoes and the and the bands yeah. that are playing, you know, we're, you know, old 90s, Blink-182 or whatever Jeff Keeley's listening to that day but at his events, you know, like people just complain about a lot of that, but you know, on top of that, when Jeff is unveiling something like a Series X for the first time ever, and then you look at his face at the announcement, and it's like he just 
It's like he's just farted and he's standing his own fart and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he walks away yeah. like he didn't. He don't. He don't. He, he just doesn't even care. Um, yeah. You know, for for a guy like that, it's being handed such big things like Hellblade and you know, obviously a brand new console. Yeah. You know, you I think, think you show a little bit a, more interest. Yeah. You know, Dark was also revealed there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which it's, what were they really thinking is. on that one though? Box and Bird, like the game's like four years away. <laughs> <laughs> like three or four years away, you know, like yeah. what was the point? No, you know, nobody was asking for a perfect dark even just make a new IP, but uh, yeah. they had to do it. It's Xbox, you know, it is. It is like it is. I don't know. Um, that game is now what? Four years in development. Uh, 20, yeah, 2018 was when the initiative was founded. Holy shit. Uh, so, it has been four years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it sometimes I made a video about two or three months ago on uh, I did a little research on basically all Xbox announced first party games and how long they have been in development. And honestly, I was sometimes a little bit shocked. Like mm-hmm. Fable, Fable was. Um, well, do, do you know by heart when was Fable the first time mentioned by by Playground? Um, well, I know when they started grabbing people, which is late twenty seventeen. Yeah, exactly. In twenty seventeen, um, in in the fall, they said that they are working on an action RPG, and the first rumor of um, of Fable being handed to a British developer was from January twenty seventeen. So <laughs> that game is now five years in development, which is, is crazy to think about. Yeah. Who, um, do you remember who started that rumor? Um, it was Peter Molyneux. Um, he talked oh, okay. about That's pretty credible, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. He talked that he had heard that the that the Fable IP was handed over to a, a British developer, but he can't say which. So that was shout um, out to Peter, the ultimate insider. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So after the showcase, and I, I heard, of course, your opinions on on the showcase. Um, what were you what would what, you score it? What'd you give it? I scored it at a uh, immediately after the show a six point five. Uh, I raised right. that a day later to a seven. Um, I think like there were a couple of really good things at the show, um, like that they focus on gameplay. I love that. No CGI gameplay. Really appreciate that. And of course, some of the games um, uh, they shown looked amazing, like Forza. Like uh, it looks fantastic. Obviously, can't wait for Starfield. Yeah, uh, Diablo, awesome. So there were really good games there, uh, and they have shown them with gameplay. But I was, I had two two issues with with the game uh, with the show. The first is that there's really nothing for 2022. Um, I, I just think it's it's not good that you ha- get people excited in 2018 by buying all these studios, and then four years later you have the worst year in 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 the entirety mm. of your brand. Yeah, like 14 yeah. months without uh, uh, any significant releases is. I don't think that's that's good. 14 so, months, you said? Yeah, I mean November was Halo, and the next game comes out February. That's like at least fourteen months. So how are you talking about the next the next the next February? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the next February. Uh, yeah, Forza Halo. Um mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, like, you know, we, fourteen months. I, I'm not counting Pentiment, obviously. Um Well it, you gotta you gotta bring it up because the second you say Xbox aren't releasing any big new uh first party games. You know, that's the first thing I hear somebody saying, you're sleeping on Pentiment. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm already asleep on Pentiment. I already <laughs> fell asleep. I didn't even hear that because yeah. I, I, that's not 
something that, that has my hype up. And you have to look at yeah. it from every because here's the thing I notice when you tell people about you know Xbox not delivering software like we've been doing for a long time, right? Um, you know they'll deliver stuff. We will praise the hell out of them for it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. We're hyped over it. They love yeah. it. But then when we talk about hey, it's going to be 14 months and uh, there's no big first party games then they it's just like you got to take the good with the bad guys it's called honesty and uh you know i hate being negative about this stuff uh try not to harp on it but it is an issue and the more i see people damage control in the chat and stuff it makes me go harder honestly i'm just being honest uh because 2013 that's how 2013 happened they they only heard a certain group of people and they decided to do things a certain way and it's honest it's just good to keep uh you know critical uh, opinion out there that's my uh, alarm there sorry but yeah, um no yeah point is um yep. it's pentiment yes it's a game that's coming it's got some talent behind it it's not necessarily something that's got me hyped to fire up my my 500 high-end version mm. console to play right i want to push visuals with that yeah. on, on an oled um and there's a reason i'm excited for games like Callisto protocol games mm. like oh, yeah. of course um the resident evil 4 remake games like even gotham knights uh though they should yeah. uh definitely um find a new trailer guy and learn how to upload it <laughs> uh 60 fps and also you know uh there's a bunch of games in october alone third-party oh, yeah. stuff yeah. you know but uh, Pentiment is not one, and, and we're not saying that there's no games to play on Xbox. No, nope. of course there are. We're not saying that no. there's no Game Pass games that you don't have left, or backlog you don't have. We're talking yeah. about the reality of what is coming from uh, a particular group of studios, yeah. and it's more the the, the principle that matter, not uh, that we're n- we won't survive, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I'm fully behind what you said. Um, it's like first party is is the way to give your platform uh, an identity and um, that's just missing this year. Uh, it's like you said, there are other games coming. I'm looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, in uh, the background on one of the commercials this year, they're going to have the scorn dick coming out of the wall because they don't got no Master Chief for nothing coming out this year. They're going to have like an action shot hype trailer and you're going to see the fucking weird umbilical cord slurping scorn wall dick dribble and, you know, I mean... That's what we got, you know. Make the best yeah, of it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to trying that game. It looks freaky, man. It, it does look, it does look uh, freaky. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's gonna be for me. I've seen extended gameplay, and it kind of looks a little slow. I would have expected that game to be a little bit more, a little bit more fast paced. So I'm, I'm more like looking forward to Callisto Protocol. That game looks absolutely fantastic. Mm, um, and Desperate Remake, for that matter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Which one of those do you think is going to look better? That's going to be a good question because Kalisto looked great, right? That's a yeah. cross-generation game. If that it's game comes life. out looking and yeah. performing similar to the next Dead Space, where they're bragging about how they're leveraging mm-hmm. the hardware, um, you know, which one's going to look better? Do you think? I think Kalisto. Kalisto is going to take the crown. Yeah, mm, we will see. It's from the original Dead Space creators, yeah. and uh, I'm glad they're making it. Absolutely. I, I the, my only thing is I'm I'm afraid that it might get banned here in Germany. Uh, Germany has these very strict rules when it comes to gore and stuff like that. Um, so, I got a question for you, Boxenberger, because yeah. you brought that up. Um, we were playing Sniper Elite not too long mm-hmm. ago, right? Sniper Elite Five. Yeah. And just let me know if you can't say answer this or whatever. I have no idea, but I'm I'm just curious. I actually made a joke about it because I was thinking about doing your show. And I was sniping these uh, Nazis in the head, right? And I'm like, I wonder what Boxenberger's shooting right now. 
<laughs> do you guys get that? You don't get that same version of that game as us, no, do you? No, we don't. Um, in Germany, you are not allowed to use the, what's the English word for the for the Nazi symbol swastika or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you, you're not allowed to depict that in entertainment products. So not in, in movies, books, and mm -hmm. of course, video games. It's the same with the Wolfenstein games. A lot of people don't know, um, like those games are changed. The enemy is not yeah. the Nazis over there. Yeah, um, they are usually called something like then the regime or something like that, and they change that symbol. The regime, um, regime. <laughs> I know. Right. So that's that. So in Wolfenstein two, yeah, uh, that's what they were called. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. I just wanted to ask you. You know, obviously, um, that whole situation is good to be left in the past, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. These they do change in that territory. You don't think that game may come over to Germany? You're saying? Yeah, um, it's it's gotten better over the last years. Um, they they are a little bit more liberal now, but still, a lot of games with a lot of gore get either censored and it, uh, like Dying Light Two this year. Yeah, um, they, had they don't just have like a gore filter. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like they can't exactly. They remove the gore from that game. So okay. you, you, when you hit a, a zombie in the head, uh, you you kill the zombie, but you don't see any things splashing or something. Not even and, like green blood or Kool Aid or nothing. No, like, nothing. <laughs> they wow. just removed it completely. <laughs> and um, so I was wondering about Kalisto Protocol because you've seen like the executions <laughs> are really part of the gameplay. I I don't know how to censor that. Bro, you might <laughs> and, not be playing Kalisto Protocol. I'll let you. Exactly. I'll let you know how it is though. <laughs> like <laughs> so, that was cool, dude. You saw like that part where that dude bit that uh, you know the main character's head in half. That was basically Sony fans when Last of Us was confirmed to be coming to PC. But yeah, I mean, that was beyond gory. And that's, uh, you yeah. know, you might not be playing that this uh, this holiday, sir. Yeah, but yeah. I hope you do get it. I I, I mean, I, I'm going to import it somewhere from the <laughs> Netherlands or something like that on this uh, then. Uh, but you just yeah, the region to do that or something? Oh, I, I will never, ever do that again. That's how I lost my first Xbox account. At the end of the 360 generation, I was changing um, the store to... Um, the UK and it was either Doom or Wolfenstein that I wanted to buy or bought on the UK store mm -hmm. and Xbox banned my account for that. So I'm never going to do that again because I have like, I don't know, 600 games or so on my account now and I'm not losing that account. <laughs> I'm not going to risk that. That was sort of so, the iron rule of, uh, you know, the old management. I think they might yeah. let you get away with it today. I see people doing it all the time, honestly. Yeah, maybe. But I don't blame um, yeah, I'm not risking it. Um, I'm just gonna import the disc if it's uh, if it's gonna be banned. So, yeah, but I can't wait to play it. Um, no doubt, no doubt. There's no so penalty for if they find that over there or anything. Contraband? Mm, no, 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 no. That's that's okay. I'm diving too deep in the, the 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 semantics here. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no problem. Um, it's like within the European Union, you can import everything. So, gotcha. Yeah. Um, thank God yeah, uh, consoles aren't really region locked anymore then, huh? that's, yeah, that's no, a good thing not. yeah that's that's really a good thing um, and you don't have to worry about PAL and NTSC versions uh, like in the good old days yeah <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, Xbox at Gamescom do you think uh, we can expect something uh, in terms of announcement there or is this, uh, do you think is, this is going to be only like um on the show floor, playable demos for the fans. There's always something there. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's it hasn't been big in a long time. I don't, I don't yeah. think there's been big news at Gamescom. 
you know, I know that it's it's the biggest gaming event in the world, but at least before the pandemic, yeah. uh, you know, you guys had the most people cramming in there and yeah. playing games uh, more than anyone. Um, 300,000 people. It was insane. That's nuts. Dude. How? What <laughs> yeah. building is this in? Uh, it's in multiple buildings. Jeez, yeah, it's man. A, like, it's you guys an yeah, aerial. Yeah. You, got the, you got that unlocked. 300,000 people. And it's nuts. Uh, and that's why it's the biggest in the world. And yeah. uh, But, you know, unfortunately, there's not as many big announcements there but maybe you know I, I don't know why they would have held anything out of that e3 showcase they needed a lot more in my opinion um so if they held yeah. out anything decent um, i'll probably be fucking annoyed <laughs> really uh, <laughs> because that shit already been out there they're with you <laughs> they're like yeah, yeah we're right. confirming fable coming next year you know it's like what the no they yeah. would never do that fables is ways yeah. off but yeah you they play about or something yeah. yeah yeah i don't know um, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think this is mainly um, probably updates on the games that they have shown during the showcase. So yeah, we shall see. Uh, we shall see. They're going to talk um, some more about that little Samsung Xbox app, you, you know, that you can game pass hmm. on and whatnot. Maybe who knows? Maybe probably maybe. not though. But who knows? Have you have you tried it uh, on a, no, on a TV I, app? Uh, no, I uh, only yeah, I mean, only reason I've even seen it is because they showed it in their uh, little media briefing before the showcase. Um, yeah. I made a video about them sending me the invite to that, and they showed off how easy it is to actually connect. You know, like you use the Samsung mm-hmm. Game Hub area, and it's the app's right there. You click it, doing you, you sign your controller to it, and you go. I mean, it seems pretty uh, pretty set and go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few people like Paris Lily uh, uh, and so on tweet about it on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I haven't bl- tried it myself because I don't have Samsung TVs anymore. I only have the, the LGs yeah. nowadays. So yeah. Um, I want to stay on, on uh, the topic of Xbox and move, move the conversation back from Gamescom Germany to, to the US. Matt Piscatella from the NPD group, um, pro- you probably have heard about him. He has um, given out uh, some predictions for the year, for, uh, for the NPD group, what they expect for the rest of the year. Um, they said, uh, in terms of sales-wise, they expect to come uh, uh, to for L- they expect that Elden Ring will be number one selling game um, in uh, in 2022. 20 million even, plus, probably, yeah. Yeah, even better than, than Call of Duty. Um, and the Xbox Series X and S will be the only consoles to improve upon their sales in 2021, they said. Um, what does he mean by that over the previous yeah. fiscal year? I want to I want to quote here uh, from an, from an article I pulled from uh, WCCF Tech. Uh, maybe just read that um, to give some context here. Um, Matt Piscatella um, said that uh, with predictions for the full year and the outlook isn't really overly sunny for the gaming industry. Following two years of impressive growth, um, Piscatella says he foresees an overall decline of around nine percent for the North American video game industry. Um, the Switch will likely end up to be the best-selling console of 22 in terms of unit sales, but it will be neck and neck with PS5 and Xbox Series X in terms of, of dollar sales. While Sony has promised a significant ramp up in PS5 production this year, it seems like um, uh, pardon me, I, my 
uh, script here is flipped. Um, um, Piscatella is skeptical as he believes only the Xbox Series X will see any dollar sales growth compared to 2021. So basically what he's saying is that um, the NPD group thinks like um, the Nintendo and Sony um, will sell or make less revenue out of console sales um, la uh, than last year, this year. And the only company that grows uh, growth, uh, their sales um, the, uh, compared will be to the Xbox. And, will be and Xbox. He's talking about both Series S and X, right? Yes, so, of course. Yeah. Uh, always the, the combination, the series. Although, console. you know, according to Sun Boxenberger, the, 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 the cheaper one shouldn't count, you know. Yeah, I've heard that. I have heard that. I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> the, the base model uh, Samsung but, TV shouldn't count and go in with uh, mm. the other Samsung sales. Because they're yeah. different prices. It's kind of weird how that logic works when, when something's doing well, you know, up, up until yeah. it was doing well. The <laughs> issues was, well, well, it's the most pointless console in the world. No one will buy that. And then they start buying it and they're like, make it stop. Why are they counting it? Right. So, yeah, um, yeah man, it's crazy. It is. It is. Um, I think like the, the Series S is the Drojan horse of the, the this generation. It's like really a super smart idea because who would have thought that you start this new console generation, not just with the pandemic, but then um, like uh, we are at the brink of a recession um, on, on a global scale and having a cheap option as an entry point. Um, for for console gaming is is just a brilliant idea and the console i know you have one um obviously um it it just performs you know boxenberg so well. if i sent you this mm. video i made in 2018 it'd blow your mind okay yeah yeah uh, which one are you referring to i'm referring to the one where i said that microsoft would release two consoles generation with the same apu on the cpu side uh they mm. would be identical of course gpu side they would be uh, different power levels, and they would sell them to you like they do today at the time, the Xbox One S and the One X. Um, and, you know, it's a genius plan for obvious reasons. There's a reason that the uh, Xbox One S sold better than the X. The Series S will always sell better than the X as long as it is at that impulse buy range. You know, 300 bucks yeah. is a steal. It's an absolute steal for anyone who I've knows anything about performance. I've seen it here on sale now. Uh, recently, it was like two fifty nine uh, at Amazon here in, in Germany, yeah. um, which is, like you said, it's impulse buy. And um, it's changing the way people think. Uh, it really is, and it's changing people's perception of Xbox. Yeah. For example, um, you know, I bought probably seven or eight of these Xboxes uh, behind the mm -hmm. scenes for people that can't afford them or can't get a hold of them. Uh, and my buddy Tony. He, he was a PlayStation guy, right? He, he wanted one yeah. of these Xboxes. I got him a Series S. I sent it to him in Washington. And, you know, he's now a full-time Xbox gamer because getting to know the UI and the ecosystem and, and playing the games and then finding out when I told him about Game Pass, it blew his mind right out of his skull. Uh, and he's been playing, you know, more games than he ever has. And he's the Game Pass guy now on an Xbox Series S, right? Um, that's, uh, that's kind of the power of, of something like a Series S. It gets in there. You see how quick it is. It's delivering what are great group visuals, even though the features are still not being used and all that stuff. Uh, it's just a total package for the money, man. Absolutely is. I have so many friends um, living here in the same city and uh, that are usually PlayStation guys. PlayStation is just way more popular here in Germany. Um like last generation PlayStation outside outsold Xbox five to one. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really not. Uh, so last same year, level. last generation, you were the, 
The weird kid. In the weird guy. Yeah. I've always been the weird guy because I've been with Xbox since the OGs. <laughs> we're sitting over on the Xbox side. We're like, we'll take the weird guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, but that's a good um, thing, though, because uh, look, now now they're coming over to Xbox. You know? Yes, they are. I really, uh, I had had a, a, a discussion with, with one of my friends and I said, like, dude, you're going to sell your PS4 for the same amount of money almost the same amount of money he got for the uh, used ps4 he bought he uh, the the um series s and i said if you're not enjoying yourself with that console i'm gonna pay for a ps5 for you and Damn. he was really like okay i'm gonna take that uh, bet and i i i, I have a few uh, trial codes for game pass i gave him of course a game pass code with him and he was like He's never gonna leave the <laughs> system anymore. Uh, it's it's just that the value combination with Game Pass and the Series S is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it, it just is. Um, it definitely and- does change change how people think about gaming for sure. Game Pass, I, I can't tell you how much people cannot believe uh, what they're hearing when you're telling them about what Game Pass is. You, yeah, you can play this sixty dollars game as much as you want. Plus the other, you know, two hundred whatever, and then the other hundred games that are not all for ten bucks a month. It, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Um, yeah, man. I'm Series S. I could talk about it forever. If I find it crazy that you talked about this in what did you say, 2018? Oh uh, yeah, June 2018. That's. I'll, I'll send you the video actually. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I was on top of this stuff. Uh, it was, that was like you said, I can, you didn't see that and you've been watching since the one X. Yeah. I, I probably How did you not, that video it, did honestly, like, it's like video, for four years. Video then, did like a uh, hundred thousand or 80,000 okay. or something. Boxing burgers only got it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was, you know, you probably don't know about the, this generation specs either the four and the 12 come from my channel and all that. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Okay. Uh, okay. I know that you you guys uh, talked about this uh, as the first first. Um, well, out we there. were the first one saying yes. These the numbers, yes. if they were set or not, you know, is irrelevant. These are the numbers. Yeah. And uh, I bet my channel on that shit. And uh, there's gonna be two models. Blah 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 yeah. blah. So you know, again, uh, we can talk about Series S all day because it's it's so great. But uh, we're still trying to convince everyone else it's great. Uh, they have to kind of see it to believe it, right? That's kind of my experience. Mm. Yeah. True. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to move uh, over to Halo, Halo Infinite. Um, got some news, uh, yeah, I think yesterday uh, it was posted, that an old veteran from um, Bungie, um, Paul Be- Bertone, or I hope that's how it's pronounced, um, <laughs> is joining now uh, 343 Industries as the studio's technical desi- design director. Uh, he used to work on Halo 1 to 3 ODST Reach, uh, um, during over yeah for more than a decade um, at at Bungie um, and he is now joining three for three so um, so they're hiring yeah, Bungie Halo, employees now huh yeah mm. they they are hiring them <laughs> they want yeah. want to bring Halo back to what it was uh, during yeah, the mean, Bungie days I was told I was told you know recently that they don't they won't hire uh, they won't hire Bungie employees and I was like what. <laughs> so this is kind of cool to see, like bring back some of that talent that that helped. Yeah. And did you hear about what's happening with the melee, the desync? I, I've seen that. Um, I, f- I found the the response very very weird. Um, to 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 well address that in a way like yeah we know about the problem, but 
honestly, we don't care. We have too many other things we are working on. <laughs> it's well, like they have, to, they have to track down a contractor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, because they contracted so much of the game out, there's a thousand people working on this thing at once, you know, one yeah. time. Um, they basically had someone that was contracted working with the melee system, and when it when it snapped, right, when it broke, mm. that guy isn't there anymore. So they have to track yeah. down Chuck from fucking Louisiana, <laughs> bring his ass back to California or wherever the hell, and and work on the game. You know, like stuff like this is starting to happen. Um, not really Chuck, not really Louisiana, but you get my point. You know, mm. uh, it's kind of weird when you got a guy working on the core part of the the whole. Gun, you know, shoot grenade and melee. That's Halo, right? You yeah. got someone working on one of those three. They better not be fucking contracted, in my opinion. It's yeah, too important. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, and outsourcing stuff to to external studios um, is like. Um, you, you know the industry I work on. We we also outsource a lot of stuff, but the the challenge is, of course, when you do that to. Um, manage and oversee that that exactly this is not happening so you always have to be able to take stuff back to mm-hmm. to you and and continue the work um otherwise you w- because you will always run into these issues yeah people just leave the company from the contract that they get hired by another one and then suddenly know how it's gone stuff like that happens um yep. apparently so they it, do have that level of oversight but they, it clearly mm-hmm. failed um and Obviously. whoever's <laughs> Whoever's watching the the guy do it, you know, the guy watching the guy watching the guy wasn't watching the guy, right? So everyone's got to, if there's one weak link, the whole system fails. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, Now, with with this new guy from from, uh, Bungie, what do you think? Um, Will... Halo be able to to redeem itself uh, when when like either co-op comes out or we we all hope about a big map uh, pack in uh, for season three? Um, do you think Halo gets gets back uh, with the with the player numbers? Will it get a second chance? Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, Battlefield twenty forty two was giving it around for his money not long ago uh, on Steam, mm-hmm. I guess, or some shit. I mean, yeah. or you know, it's it's crazy to me. But um, Halo, the reason people are upset with it is because they like the game a lot. Uh, the gunplay is, and it's phenomenal. You feel like a badass. You could not play a video game for a year, come back to Halo Infinite, and it just feels great. Like, you know, at least I have a dial, then you yeah. feel like a badass playing that game. And uh, it is a letdown that there's no content post-launch and the bugs. They just updated it again. People can't find matches. Worse now on the high-end rankings. Um there's a lot of stuff happening there. The the technical stuff, ray tracing, you know, obviously nowhere near. Being, they just said <laughs> yeah. we're not even going to mention it. Apparently, we just suck. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they need stuff out. And is this guy, what did you say he was doing specifically? Um, hang on. His title is uh, the studio's technical design director. Technical design director. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, apparently he's going to be the new head of a, one of those small sta- snakes of the studio, right? He's yeah. leading a group of guys, and he'll report to the guy up, up above him. But, um, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it, it ain't going to hurt him. I'll tell you that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I made yesterday the joke about um, that's going to be cool for Halo Infinite two. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. um, not only yeah. this next generation, you know. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, Launch game for, for you, <laughs> I don't know if you want to give uh, you want to give a few shout outs in the chat or something. I gotta get a thing of water. Yeah. I'm dying over here. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's let's give a few shout outs. Um, of course, I see a lot of of familiar uh, faces here. Big shout out to Outbreak Podcast, uh, who is always here to support the show. We have Stuff Sean, Smokey Joe, Pyro in the chat. Uh, everyone's Idol Goro is also in there. We have Kirby Louise, Smokey. Um, we have like Shay uh, from the <coughs> Netherlands, our brother. Shout out to you guys. Um. If you haven't already, hit the like button. Um, consider the subscribe button. It I would really appreciate it. And um, yeah, shout out to dealers. Kirby. You know, Kirby. Oh, uh, I see him. Yeah. I see him. I see a lot of these guys in the chat all the time. Uh, shout out to all you guys for watching, man. Uh, those that are here, hit the like button and uh, tell tell somebody we're live. Yeah, thanks, man. And I was just about to advertise something I, I'm gonna Go do in like two weeks uh we have a very special episode of the world of gaming coming up i uh invited a lot of people here from the community people that are regularly here in chat and that usually don't do podcasts so i will have a panel full of uh, five awesome people from the community and it's all their premier podcasts the first time that they're doing one uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, but i want i was looking for a way to involve you guys uh that uh, come by here each and every week um a little bit more directly so we're going to do that in two weeks um, on, what's that, uh, July 21st. Um, of course, stay tuned on Twitter. I'm going to announce that uh, with, with all the community members that will be joining there. Um, yeah, man. Um, I you, wanna... can't, you can't give us a sneak peek of some of the people coming on oh, for the first time? Oh, of course, of course. We have Dave Ramos coming on. Um, he is... Uh, fantastic uh, community member um, always there for great discussion we have Astrace Gaming um, oh, wow. all the way from Australia um, he actually said he's gonna uh, get up early to to join the show um, he does do a show now though right he already he does do a show uh, with Red Panda and he just started that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it's that it's still cool though to have Astray on for sure absolutely absolutely so then we have um, Peter um Peter, um, his his uh, Twitter handle is Peter P eighty five. He's uh, absolutely awesome, uh, true passion uh, passionist for for video games. With Retri coming on, and we have one maybe. So I'm 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 just gonna wait for that uh, to to announce. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a a, a lot of fun in two weeks. Um, can't wait to have the, those guys on. Mm. Um, the dealer. There, there will definitely yeah. be more topics too <laughs> in two weeks probably <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully uh, we have one more, uh, other thing I, I wanted to ask you okay, Xbox announced a big change for games with gold they are not going to include the 360 games anymore um, yeah they ran out Boxenberg <laughs> there's no more uh, <laughs> back all the 360 way. games that they yeah. could possibly give you you know true um yeah, you think that's going to hurt Xbox games with gold? And no, any it will gold. help them yeah. because nobody yeah. actually cares about those uh, older three. You know, I'm not saying you don't play them, but I'm saying there are mm. far better things they could be giving you for your money. Absolutely. Because remember, they're not free. You are giving them money nope. to receive this perk, and uh, they're making a ton of money on the service. They have plenty of money to spend with it. So uh, mm. I think they could definitely slot that out and you know slot something else in. And if they got to get rid of it altogether... I don't care if if they got to do yeah, that and they can improve Game Pass because that's when that service really went way downhill when Game Pass hit. 
Um, they are literally in each other's way in, in a way, right? They just, mm. it's a thing they're going to get rid of eventually. So, you know, just, uh, I don't know. I would like to see something a little bit more modern. I haven't cared about hardly anything games with gold for years. And that's because everything in there, almost everything has been years old. Absolutely. And I've already yeah. beaten it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, over the, for the last, at least I want to say two years, if not three, um, the offerings are really poor. And I've always said like, do either do two things. Um, don't give out four games, reduce it to one and make, improve the quality of, of that of that game that you're giving out uh, we all would benefit from that or just get rid of it um, find a way to bring game pass and and games with gold together and just have one one xbox subscription there yeah. um yeah one one newer game that, that kind of still has a little buzz around it you yeah. know instead of at least a, a couple games that you're <laughs> yeah. not even going to bother to download most likely yeah absolutely absolutely i'm I used to add everything that they offered each and every month to my library, but I'm not bothering anymore. Uh, honestly, it's so, yeah. Um, one last topic I have here on my list. Oh, actually, I have two. Uh, almost skipped one. Ooh, um, Bright Memory Infinite is coming out this month. Finally. Which, which Bright Memory Infinite, though? Because there seems to be two versions out there. <laughs> The, the version the I played one. is not the damn <laughs> shit they showed off. Okay, <laughs> no, it's this time. It's apparently the good one. Um, that, that, the, there, I mean, what was the last one? Shit. I mean, I just. Yeah, that uh, was, I was very shocked. Infinite. That was only like Bright Memory. That was the initial game that they put out on Steam, and it was just ported over. And then they have like Bright Memory Infinite, um, which is the good one. Uh, or which they're like, the, are they the same thing? Just one's got better graphics. No, they are different. Um, it's a it's a different game. Um, it, it it got like more of a story now, and it and the gameplay mechanics are refined, and it is um, of obviously different levels, and um, so yeah, it is a different game. Um, comes out July twenty first. Um, would will support ray tracing um, at four K, and it will have a hundred and twenty frames uh, mode. Um, so the 120 FPS mode right there, I mean, we we know that 60 FPS with ray tracing is possible in the game. Um, yeah. Question is, will we see it? Uh, because yeah. it seems to be very, very specific developers that, that deliver on quality and know they're going to try to push the hardware that will try yeah. to deliver on that kind of stuff, like Doom Eternal, full ray trace reflections, Absolutely. 60 FPS. The game looks phenomenal. Um, yeah. There's other games that do ray tracing 60 FPS. Force is another one. Um, but will Metro, this game? I want, always want to mention Metro. Global Metro Illumination in there is, is phenomenal. Yeah. People Absolutely. do write that game. That's the Series S even pushing that game to 60 FPS mm-hmm. with ray tra- trace GIs. Yeah. The first game in the world that needed a ray trace GPU to play it. And the consoles yeah. get that addition with the upgrade. Um, it's possible, guys. And I hate seeing when, when people see 30 FPS ray tracing. That's yeah. not. The, the developers that's not the console guys like yeah. the developers have to make that choice to to drop the resolution or or use uh fsr 2.0 and other features Something to get like to get that performance so they don't have it but yeah you know that's a tangent just to say i hope this shit has ray tracing at 60 fps you know yeah they didn't say uh at, at the frame rates of of the ray tracing mode they just said that they will have 120 frames per second mode so mm-hmm. um yeah, we shall see. But I'm right there with you. Uh, I don't think it's the consoles that can't do 60 FPS with ray tracing enabled. It's the the 
sacrifices that um, developers don't want to make. Um, like during you said, a time like, when people are trying to develop from home still a little bit and yeah. things are still adjusting and it's like the it's like the dying light two thing. Like that game came out with 1080p 60. We're like, what the hell? The, the game does almost 100 FPS in, in BRS mode or BRR mode. They yeah. could easily run this at like 1440, 60, and they updated the shit like a few days later, a week later, and, and now it runs at a high resolution. Like this is just what's happening, man. People are dropping stuff, and they're not necessarily optimizing it for the best, right? Yeah, agree, agree. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because um, fun fact, uh, it was the first uh, game that they have shown uh, with gameplay running on the Series X um hmm. back in may 2020 at that event uh, it was the was their show opener and then uh, the game basically disappeared from the face of the earth <laughs> and then this like he said this weird version dropped and now we are like two years later and uh now it's finally coming out guys um, that's this month too like what'd you say yeah what date? july 21st i'm gonna pick it up for sure yeah yeah definitely always looking for games to play these days <laughs> it's like even with third party releases it's really dry at the uh, at the moment um until september starts we are not not having any major releases um so yeah i'm i'm definitely going to pick it up and give it a try and yeah the the last thing of the day i know you're a mass effect fan yeah? yes sir so and we got a it, it is a small, but it is something about Mass Effect because um, the Deus Ex, I don't know how to pronounce it in, Engli in English. Uh, Deus Ex and Guardians Deus of the Ex, Galaxy yeah. writers. Yeah, exactly. They joined uh, the team and they are working now uh, on the next Mass Effect. Mary Demerol is her name and she uh, joined as a senior narrative director for the next Mass Effect game. Shout um, out to Mary. You said her name is Mary? Mary Demerol. Shout, yeah. out, shout out to her because uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. If you haven't played that game, hmm. uh, I don't know, it man. Is. There's no excuse. Like the game is no, there isn't. If you even, especially if you like the movies, you haven't played the game. You, I mean, a lot of people like the game more than they like the movie, and they did such a great hmm. job with the dialogue. It's unlike anything you've really ever played in your life, uh, and it is uh, one of the must plays on on Series X and PS5. Uh, but uh, I'm glad, man. If they're if they're catching her. For this, then um, that's a good thing in my opinion because Guardians was expertly written. It was absolutely. Um, it was the big surprise for me last year because I didn't expect anything from that game. After they shown that that first initial gameplay segment, I was like, eh, "I'm I'm gonna wait," <laughs> and I actually waited. Uh, I didn't buy it at launch. I I bought it on a sale a little later. I think it was like the fall sale or something like that. And I then started to play it, and it is. It doesn't happen often that I have to really laugh out loud while playing a game, but this game was just so good. Um, that, that was so like well one of the, the game. You ever had those games where you're like, I'm itching to jump back into this game, right? Like you just want to keep playing it. And yeah, I've had games where I'm like enjoying it and I'm playing it. And whenever I got, you know, whenever I'm gaming, right? But Guardians, I was like having to review other games at the time, like Horizon 5, mm -hmm. for example. I love Horizon 5, but it was making me like, man, I want to play Guardians a lot right now, but I got to get through <laughs> Horizon 5 for this review. And uh, you know, that Guardians is that good. Like, I'm not saying it's better than Horizon 5, it but it, at that time, it's what I needed from a single player game, and it was just great. Yeah. And since I'm running out of uh, Cyberpunk gameplay anyway, I'm, I'm just going to switch to a little uh, Guardians gameplay. Um, so there we go. <laughs> uh, 
It is. That game is phenomenal. Um, and it's on Game Pass now, so no excuse to not play it. Um, yeah, man. But that's about all the news I could pull for, for this show. Um, I always end this show with a little segment uh, that I call community questions because sometimes people can't watch live. They listen on demand. And I also want to participate those guys. And um, so a lot of people wrote in a couple of questions. Um, and if you have another 10, 15 minutes, I, I would yeah, yeah, uh, of be awesome to, to, to answer some of them. Um, so the first is directly addressed to you from Chris Park. Um, he says, uh, um, Boxy, could you ask Dealer if he still has any plans to upload RDX to podcast feeds as listening via YouTube is a real pain. Much love to you from bro, uh, to, to you both from the UK. I got that. I got that question on Boom Show yesterday too. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you guys. Um, again, I had announced it originally, I think last year, um, you know, there was a lot of shit that hit since then that, that delayed it. And since then, uh, moved back in, settled in. And, uh, you know, I've been honestly was working on a bunch of skits and stuff for it. Right. I wanted to make it a little different, add some dumbass skits, you know? Um, but, uh, since then now getting a complete redesign on the podcast and I'm going to be talking about the audio version of that more, uh, while, when that redesign of the podcast is, is all set up. So when you see RDX on YouTube look different, that's when I'll be addressing that. And it should be soon. It's in the works now. So I hear you, man. I've been hearing you guys. I've just, uh, again, coming around with a lot of stuff and uh, obviously getting in position to, to go hard. Uh, and then just, just when Xbox decided to say, fuck off, check back in 12 months. But, uh, you know, again, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make this a great year and, uh, I'll have that stuff up there and along with the new, uh, new rdx uh stuff going on as well nice nice awesome yeah i said sometimes it is it is for people that don't do the, these things is like setting up these things the initial setup is the most work and uh it is after that it's kind of copy paste you know yeah exactly exactly so once once you have it it is easy but setting everything up it just <clears throat> takes a lot of time and uh you are busy you're busy man well so. you know I'm, I mean, i'll be honest i, I could have had it done of course before now <laughs> but i had certain plans that, that fell through and it was all kicked off by COVID as well but uh <laughs> you know i'm gonna get to it now with this new design and it's actually gonna happen this time buddy so i apologize nice. for the wait <laughs> awesome awesome stuff dave ramos um he's one of the guys who will be on the community special in two weeks uh, he writes in a question says if xbox does make a handheld console yeah i've, I've seen a lot of talk lately about uh, an xbox <laughs> handheld <laughs> where would it need to be priced to remain competitive do prices of switch series s and steam deck <clears throat> act as ceilings in the mind of uh consumers there is no handheld you don't think so? No, there's no handheld. Yeah. Um, you know, for one, we, we could, there's a thousand reasons why, uh, but we can stick to a few. Um, you, you already got a handheld in your pocket. It's called a phone, for number one. They're pushing cloud, next cloud, and all this stuff for a reason, right? They want to bring that, that to every user with a phone. That's an Xbox yep. user base to them, right? Uh, yep. But also, just think about the hardware. You're talking about something that needs to be as quick as a series s at least right it needs to have this equivalency of ram it needs to again have around four teraflops of this kind of power 
not some kind of, you know, when Steam Deck measures its power, it says per pixel. That screen has how many pixels? Okay. There's yeah. marketing. They, they mix marketing and all that to make it seem like it's anywhere near a Series X. It's not even close. Yeah. And uh, this handheld would, in reality, need to be a Series S in your hand. And, you know, let, let's, that's not possible right now at that scale. The chips are not small enough. They consume way too much power for that as well. And just think of the heat alone. The Series S is their hottest console as it is. So, mm. you know, putting that into a handheld is not going to be easy. And unless you're talking about in several years, and by then I think that technology is still going to be four or $500 uh, at least. And uh, also think about the fact that that's the only way they could really do a handheld because if they didn't, developers would have to build another version of their games for that handheld. That's the last thing they want to do, and it goes directly against Microsoft's messaging of cohesion. Play anywhere on anything. Guess what? Build one version of the game. It just works across everything. This handheld would basically need to be a Series S clone to run games natively like that without any developer input. That's, uh, That's just how it would have to be. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I just I, don't see a logical reason for a handheld to exist. It's a lot of money, and they're uh, they're they're growing like crazy. They're expanding their cloud, our infrastructure, mm. and of course, Series S and X are selling amazingly. The handheld is not in demand at all. And while they remember, while they do realize that Nintendo is pretty much competing with themselves right now, they know they have something much bigger right now. From a global aspect, nobody's leveraging gaming like Microsoft are or can, and that's yeah. not going to change in the next 30 years. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just want to add one other reason. Um, I think uh, from a developer per- perspective, adding a third skew that that they have to uh, optimize for is probably not going to be received with a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah, that's and, why I said it has uh, to be a Series S. Exactly. Yeah, it has to be a Series S, really like uh, exactly the same architecture. And um, they, like you said, uh, at the very, very beginning, um, they already have that, and it's called xCloud. Um, so uh, that is that is a system that doesn't need the developers to do extra work um, unless they want to optimize, of course, with touch controls or something. But uh, in general, every Xbox game that runs on a Series X uh, runs on the on on the on the cloud as well and um i th- i think that they will improve upon that uh, instead of making handheld devices um yeah um nano good, polymath good question, good question, yeah though. definitely definitely um nano polymath writes in and says between god of war forza motorsport um stray and the possibility of an xbox handheld <laughs> besides PG, pc gamers 343 next uh what are you most excited to get your wieners hands on wiener hands on bucks next too um forza motorsport <laughs> next to yeah. forza, forza motorsport bar none um that game is Everything that I, I hoped it would be from a technical aspect, uh, you know, as you know, we've, we've been talking about how these yeah. teams are going to be able to leverage ray tracing 60 FPS and, and do all these great things uh, at what, what is very high fidelity and resolutions. Um, and this is a ways from launch, guys. So, of course, I expect these things to get even better. The question on that game, though, is, is content, right? We don't know how many cars they're starting from the ground up again with. Yeah. We don't know how many tracks are doing this uh, to, again, with. If we look at last generation's launching Forza, it was 17 tracks and around 230 cars. And that was from 700 uh, cars and 30 tracks. So I expect to take a hit, but I don't uh, want to go another 
generation where we're by the end of the Forza, you know, reboot, we're back up to 700 cars. I like to get up far past that this time, you know, and tracks. Yeah. We need more. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it would be probably like from the announced stuff. Um, <laughs> it's in between Diablo 4 and, um, and of course, Starfield. Um, <laughs> and I also want to mention about uh, I... I'm just a big, big fan of Skyrim, and I love the Obsidian games. Uh, all I, of them. I mean, all those games are amazing. I'm super excited yeah. for all of them. Forza is my, you know, for, I know you're you're a big Forza guy. When I was when so. I was competing in the game, I was running the top, you know, eighty times and cars that had no business being up there, you know. And and oh. I plan to get really hard involved in, in motorsport and get back into that. So uh, I'm just super excited. Yeah. Yeah, I know you love the tuning uh, and everything. Um, I'm more of an um, arcade racer, so Forza Horizon is more of my, uh, mm. my for, is more for <laughs> me. Uh, but I'm definitely uh, gonna play a, a, a lot of it. Um, it's just uh, from a technical standpoint alone, as such an impressive uh, game. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, um, yeah I've got another question. Um, if uh, from Christopher Jones, he writes in and says, if you had to guess the release month in 2023 for each of Forza, Redfall, Diablo and Starfield, where do you see um, Microsoft, Bethesda, ABK dropping them? Hmm. Um, yeah, yes, uh, good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I've said this before, but Forza, you know, again, if it wouldn't hit in 2022, it'd be as late as March. I, I kind of mm. like that, uh, that early release for Forza. They've always slapped it in the back half, and, it, you know, you know, it's been another game in the mix, right? But now it can have a little bit more of uh, deserved uh, light on it. And I, I I don't know, for some reason, March or, or April sounds good to me. I have no actual idea. Um, same for any of the other games. Um, Redfall, why not uh, February? Um, Starfield, I'm not entirely convinced that game's coming out in the next six or, or 12 months, rather. Uh, but you know, maybe let's say, uh, I really don't know. June. Uh, and then June. what was the other one? Um, uh, Diablo. Diablo. Basically uh, those four, the big four for, uh, for next year. Let's say uh, May on that one. I don't know if that comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. I, I also would start with, with a red fall in hopefully February. Um, because, like, if it's not February, I don't know. Then they have all these big, f the, the big four games. Assuming, of course, that they still come out in the first half, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like squeezed in, <laughs> in, in three, two or three months. Uh, so that these days this sounds very much like Xbox, but um, obviously it would be smart to 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 spread them out a little bit. So having like a Redfall in February, then a well, well, they, March. Did, they didn't say these are the games we're showing in the next 14 months or 15 they said 12 so it's like it's so 12, you guys have yeah. to have something in the next six right so um or you know there better not be a drought again right once the dam breaks yeah. the games need to start coming and, and kind of not stop but um yeah what, what do you think they would release in the six months after that though boxenberg that's a that's a very good question so um i think like uh, Hellblade is definitely a possibility. They have shown a lot from that game, actually the most uh, um, from from uh, besides, of course, now Starfield, uh, Redfall, and Forza. But um, they have 
announced that game along with the console. They have shown Dev Diaries <laughs> in between. They have shown gameplay in, at the Game Awards. So, yeah, I think that has a def- has definitely the potential to come out in, in the holiday season um, next year. And I also think Avowed has a realistic chance. We know, like, our buddies Chess and, and Randall Thor have actually seen that game. And uh, they said it looked pretty far along um, when they have seen it. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was, I don't know. Like, I, I think Hellblade would definitely be the first mm. of the big games that are going to come out. Uh, that's why they've shown... I'm talking about ones that they didn't show at the event, right? Uh, because they've yeah. shown a lot of Hellblade before now. Yeah. And uh, Phil have. doesn't like showing stuff. He doesn't like showing um, CG, CG, and then mm. gameplay. Like, you, you know, they showed gameplay, uh, you know, for the first time, really, recently. And that means that the next time you see it, hopefully it is close to coming out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Hell- Hellblade and, yeah, maybe about um, for the for the second half. And then maybe uh, one of these smaller um, titles li- that we have heard, like uh, Project Belfry, something like that. Um, yeah, I don't think anymore, honestly, uh, the way how the studios are handled that like a fable is realistic next year. Um, Perfect Dog. I don't see that happening either. Um, so, Yeah. Um, I think it, it it's in between Hellblade and and um, Avowed. And what of course, you know, outside Greenberg, of Hellblade, Greenberg came out recently. Said, "Well, this we have stuff, you know, that, that yeah, we yeah. didn't announce. Obviously, you should always well, have obviously. stuff you didn't announce." But um, I don't really care to even hear the new announcements, honestly, because we've had so many uh, that yeah. that we've not seen any of. Um, so another new one isn't really going to do much for us at this point on a, on a morale level or actual playing <laughs> games level. I would yeah. like to uh, see some of these games actually hit. Be nice. Yeah, I agree there. I agree there. They have like, I, the way I counted it, it is like we know about 19 games that are either announced or definitely in the making. Like they don't have to announce the gears. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We know that this is the day working on that. So if you add that up, it's like 19 games and yeah, it's it's time to release them before we need to know about more games coming that are like five years out. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, State of Decay 3 is, is one I would hope for, but I don't think that this is a 23 title. Um, no. For no. sure would love it. Um, yeah, I played the hell out of State of Decay 2, yeah. love State of Decay 1. Um three is like uh that's the first studio i ever heard of in my life where like they're they're like we had too much freedom you know like the <laughs> xbox didn't tell us what to do good enough so we fucked up like i've never thought i would hear that you know uh it's, yeah. it's the literal opposite of what i was hearing some microsoft would do to these studios you know uh yeah. and, and and somehow they still managed to, to mess it up there so i don't uh i don't know i, I know that studios always had some issues uh even with the games they, they have released mm-hmm. great concepts not necessarily executed super well um, yeah. Not necessarily always their own fault in some ways, but uh, State of the Gate 3, man, I mean, I'm even wondering who they were talking to that told them, yes, we should show them a trailer right now, CG trailer. It's that mm-hmm. far out, but they had to have known it was, you know, years out. Apparently, it's in a, you know, they're finding themselves phase. They're going to figure out and try yeah. to build out this kind of grander scope, not development hell, just kind of like God of War 2018, right? It took them years 
to, to basically figure out they wanted to make the God of War of 2018. And, and they knew yeah. that, you know, that's going to take time and investment. That's not development hell. It's uh, kind of coming up with a good concept and, and executing yeah. on it. So uh, I'm excited for, for three. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. Like you said, the, the second one was so addictive. It was like, one more house i'm gonna loot one more house and it was like 3 a.m and <laughs> the next day i regretted it and did it all over again so yeah <laughs> um no i think like a lot with a lot of these uh early announcements and the cg announcements it was like um one of the criticisms um that xbox has no games was obviously one and the other one is that we didn't know about the roadmap um for xbox and i think to some degree in the beginning of a generation it kind of makes sense to to tell people okay if you invest in the ecosystem right now um you can look forward to this this and this this is basically how playstation is this page of out of playstation's book yeah they, they have done that for years that they tell people like okay, eventually these games come out. If you remember Death Stranding, that game was announced before Kojima even had an engine for that game. Yeah. Um, so, and it sells hope, yeah. Um, but of course, at some point you have to deliver. And yeah, it looks like we have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in yeah. Microsoft, you know, I don't, again, you know, you gotta, you gotta have the right guy in the studio to say, look, we actually, are, we do know what we're doing. Uh, we are going to hit this date. This is why here's our concepts. And, um, you know, it's good. You know, this is the game. Uh, you gotta have the right guy to be honest with these executives and it's up to the executives to keep tabs and, and know what's really happening because that's actually what happened. That's how Halo got, uh, revealed the way it did in 2020 was, yeah. uh, the, or was that 2019? Which one was that? I think 2020. 2020. 2020 yeah. Yeah. We had major Nelson on the podcast live asking him why the mountains were popping in the background. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's how that game got shown off that way is because basically somebody at three for three lied about the state of the game and how somebody, you know, some people didn't notice some of the stuff on a cell phone, but I I just don't believe nobody over there saw that in time and, and they showed it off like that on accident. Um, Mm -hmm. it's definitely somebody lying over there and there were people let go after that. Yeah, I agreed. Um, these kind of things they get reviewed over and over again usually and i know 2020 was special yeah everyone was surprised by the by the pandemic and everything but still um like you said it, it everyone <laughs> from us looked at it once and so, and immediately noticed it so um yeah <laughs> there's there, there was just something weird Man, I hear you coughing, um, so I don't want to keep you too long. Very last question. (laughs) Uh, Last question for you from Dreadpool. He asks, why does Dealer Gaming have a soul patch? (laughs) A soul patch. (laughs) If I had a soul patch, I'd have a soul. Um, Yeah, I definitely don't have a soul patch, man, but we can rub our our beers together, Dreadpool, if that's what you're trying to get at. (laughs) Shout out to Dreadpool, man. He's a cool Shout guy. Out. Yeah, uh, always fun definitely. to talk to. And Dread, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. People talk, you know, just because you don't speak to somebody in a while. And they just, you know, get the wrong uh, perception of you. Or they catch you on a bad day. And, uh, you know, Dread has been one of those guys that has always, you know, made up his own decisions and, and his own mind and kind of kept doing his thing. And uh, I, I, I respect Dreadpool for that. He's uh, He's one of those guys. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I, I know him for a while now, like two years at least. Uh, we've been on multiple podcasts together, been on his show. Um, we, we had chats uh, in private. It, he's, he's a really cool dude. Shout out to, to Treadpool. Um, yeah, man, I want to wrap the show up. Um, thank you so much for joining, Dealer. Um, it's been a blast. Um, appreciate you coming on, even though you, you're sick. Uh, means a lot. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. So, um, of course, I hope you get soon. Uh, I get better soon. Um, I hope it's it's nothing serious. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's. I think I'll be all right, man. It's just um, doing these doing these shows at this time probably is the opposite of what I should be doing. But I want to try to get these <laughs> uh, and and hang out with some of these guys. Even though it's kind of a low period, man, it's still good to yeah. have these shows. And and shout out to guys that actually show up to every show. Uh, the little ones who power all the shows and without you yeah. guys there's no shows so thank you guys very much hit the like button and of course tell a buddy or two about uh, some of your favorite channels and uh, if you haven't subscribed here follow me on YouTube at Dealer Gaming and uh, Twitter at Dealer underscore Gaming Xbox Live II space Dealer space II and uh, thanks for having me on man seriously no, no th again thanks for joining and uh, if, if all these uh, links uh, to his uh, channel and socials were too fast you can click in the show note description I put it all in there so you can find dealer easily if you haven't subscribed uh, definitely check him out again man thanks for coming on I want to also say a big thank you to everyone uh, in the chat for all the support really appreciate it like dealer said without you there wouldn't be a show um, means so much for, uh, that you guys come out uh, to the show listen to it and are active in chat uh, it means so much and yeah we will be ne uh, back next week of course with uh, Wandering Dutch joining um, the world of gaming next week and in two weeks we have the already announced community special so yeah thanks again to everyone for showing up and don't forget to game on